0: And Cactus, I gotta ask you. We ask all of our guests: Are you a Hunter main? Are you a Warlock, or are you a Titan? Uh, warlock
1: to the very end. Warlock to the very end. I can respect that. I will also comment say that I have been getting used to Titans very recently, so you know, it could
0: change. But for now, still Warlock. Yeah. I can definitely respect that and I I can relate to being a warlock because I got my origins as a hunter and I think I'm always going to be a hunter at heart. However, I will say that I've been playing warlock a lot more lately. So if you see me logging in, more than likely I'm going to play warlock because you know that healing really does help during those really tough activities. When you really need to stay alive, so you know it's it's definitely something that I uh, gravitate to in the game at least uh, this past season. Hmm. Awesome. Well, and and Shadow Price. What are you playing lately? I know you've been you've been playing a bit of Destiny 2 yourself. So what are you playing in the game?
2: I mean, I'm always going to be a hunter main, just because that's where I started with Destiny, like one, <coughs> and I. But I really do like the Arc Warlock build that I have in Destiny 2. It's really good for add control. And it's really good for DPS, like like, chaos reach and everything. Uh, It's really good. Really good um, control on the battlefield, I feel like. I I really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to experiment with my Arc uh warlock build because I've been wanting to play more warlock with Arc, but I've been waiting to get the right exotics for the builds and I have been farming the vex incursions. Uh so I finally got all of my exotic bread that I need for my builds, so I'm going to be messing around with that certainly before the new season kicks off in just a few short weeks. In fact, we are nine days away. Kind mm. yeah. wow. of crazy. Wow. Exciting times.
2: And the showcase too. So and the big yeah. showcase. Yeah. yeah got the big, showcase. big yeah.
0: showcase coming with the final shape, the final chapter in the light versus dark saga. Very exciting for for me personally as a Destiny fan who's been there from the very beginning to really see the. 10-year journey come to a close and really to learn about where we go next. So it's going to be very exciting to learn about that in just a few short days. And Guardians, let's not waste any time. We have a lot to talk about. Tonight, Guardians, on the Destiny Show, we're going to talk about the state of the game in Destiny 2. We're going to dive into the latest news from Bungie and we're gonna get to know Cactus Jack and his destiny community journey. So, Guardians, mm. we're not gonna waste any time. Cactus Jack, thank you for joining us and welcome in. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Looking you, Lord of this. Thank you. Thank you for joining you. us. It's it's so great to be back. And Cactus, I, I gotta ask, you know, when did you get your start in the Destiny journey? When when was that first day for you in Destiny?
1: man it's it's crazy because i full disclaimer i started playing Fortnite when i was in college and i was strictly that game through and through um and yes uh it was due to my friends in college who you know i have a lot of respect for those guys they definitely showed me the ropes in that game and i as time went on i was just like you know what i want to find something else to play and I did grow up with Bungie because I played Halo back in like high school and middle school. That was actually my first ever rated M game that my dad let me play. So thank you, Dad. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I always I, I knew of Destiny, but I never ventured into those waters up until it was actually a year ago um, this month. And I found out about the collab that was happening between Bungie and Epic. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'll give this a shot and let's just see what happens. So I give it a shot. One of my other good friends from college gave it a shot. And we've been playing the game nonstop for this past year. Um, I started out just doing like catch crash and a bunch of other seasonal things and I joined a clan who to those guys i have the utmost respect for they show me a lot of, they taught me a lot um when i first started and they took me for through my first run of king's ball, king's Ball. uh so you know that was quite the moment but yeah then i kind of just branched off i was like all right i gotta start trying these other things so i've been went from just doing seasonal content like Catch Crash to now I'm doing Grandmasters and Master Raids and whatnot. And it's been quite the ride. So I'm uh, quite happy with this game.
0: Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's always really great to hear about stories of guardians who got their start pretty late in the game. It, it, it seems like you weren't there for the Destiny 1 experience, but mm. Mm. There's so much for you to experience now with the King's Fall being a completely new raid for players like yourself, and of course, we're going to get another reprised raid in just a few short weeks, September 1st. And uh, mm. I, I'm curious, are you going for that day one raid that's going to be launching on September 1st?
1: I so I did get that weekend off, uh, thankfully so i would love to do the day one um i just need to find a raid team to do it so you know i'm i'm all for it you know i know the word is that crota is returning but um we won't know that until on next tuesday um from the big b themselves so we'll see but you know if it's crota great if it's wrath of the machine hey i'm more than happy to do that raid as well so you know what um yeah i would definitely like to do the the day one reprise raid race and see what happens yeah well definitely
0: keep us posted on how that goes and we do Mm. have a community and a clan and we are going to be matching up guardians for the day one so if you do need a fire team definitely do connect after the show and we will definitely help get you matched up
1: oh for sure absolutely i'm I will probably take advantage of that.
0: Yeah. And, and Shadow Price, how, how are you feeling about the day one that's coming out on September 1st? Are you excited? Are you going to be playing or how are you feeling about that?
2: Probably a good chance to be playing. Um, you know, it's, uh, if it, you know, it's going to be a D1 or eight, obviously either wrath or Crota, but signs are pointing to Crota. It'll be cool to see how it's been reprised. And uh, I, yeah, I'll probably Definitely be there for the day one. I don't see why not. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's very exciting to uh, get to experience whatever raid they bring back, whether it be Crota's End or Wrath of the Machine. I think for me, I would be a bit more excited for Wrath, but you know, um, I'll take Crota any day as well. That was a really fun raid, and if it is Crota, you know, I'm I'm curious and Shadow you can relate to this, but there were quite a few areas where you can, you got a couple shortcuts there. You know, the second encounter, you can pretty much go all the way to the top and avoid having all the all the ads. And then the final uh, boss, you were kind of able to two-man it. Now I remember to, the good old days.
2: We used to be, me and you, we used to two-man yeah. the whole thing and everything. So, you know, go through the stills and um, do like the what was it i don't know you could like get blasted all the way to the end or something of the i i'm trying to remember yeah you stand by one of the lanterns and you can, you can like blast yourself all the way up to the top and then go around to where you can get to the end and then just activate the lantern and then jump on the pedestal yeah like there was a strat for everything you that you could do but to two it jump across the bridge with the sword hide behind the lantern for, and then the ads despawn, and you know somebody sni- you somebody snipes from the other side. So yeah, and then you know Bungie came and did like the bridge encounter all different, where they put the knights all over there, and everybody got to go ham with swords and stuff. So
0: it'll be interesting to see what they do with it now. Can you say hashtag made it to the end <laughs> <laughs> right away? Uh, those were some good good memories. And you know, one thing that I'm really curious about, if they do bring back Crota's End, how will Eris Morn play into all of this? We I, I know that during the expansion, the Dark Below, when Crota's End return became a raid, there was a lot of dialogue with Eris Morn. So I'm really curious what next season could potentially bring with Eris and how that storyline will come together with them reprising that raid. Will it potentially tie into some of the narrative that we're going to be diving into before we wrap things up with the final shape in the final chapter of the light versus dark saga? What do you both think? Do you think we're going to get Eris Morn returning front and center for the next season? It's a
3: possibility. It's a possibility.
0: I really hope so, because, you know, I think for me, Eris Morn was one of my favorite characters in the game. And when we get more Eris, it's it's good. She's she's an amazing character, lots of mystery and, and strength and just uh, a lot of really great lore there. So hopefully we get a little bit more Eris Morn next season with season 22 and cactus i gotta ask you so what would you say was your favorite raid in destiny 2 thus far
2: i like vow a lot um i feel like it has uh it's like aesthetically like a really beautiful raid like there's a lot of like really cool structures in it um like you know the um the uh what is it the you're inside like like pyramid ships kind of like in a way and everything and it's um it's pretty cool. I like all the architecture and uh but uh yeah, I like Deepstone too. Deepstone's really fun raid as well. It's just, it's just that's another really nice looking raid too. I feel like as well. But my two favorites are Vog and Wrath. <laughs> who knew <laughs> both from D1. I think Wrath, um, if they bring it to D if if they were to bring it to D two, like oh my god, that rated was beautiful in D one. So just to see what that would look like in D two, that would that would be that would make me happy.
0: Yeah, I, I think we're probably gonna get it next year with you know one of the seasons that follow with Destiny Two, the final shape.
2: If they were to do it in order. Like la uh, garden would be next. But um Vog like yeah, I, I I would I would definitely like Vog um craftable weapons. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, that's I mean, we got two more seasons basically before uh what is it two yeah, two seasons left before we get the final shape, right? We get this season coming uh on August twenty second. And then we have the one probably, I guess, would be either December, beginning of December, probably.
1: A lot of, lot of wild cards left in the universe still. Not to mention, not to mention Aramis, um, One yeah. character I don't think we've heard from in a while, which might surprise people, but the Fanatic. where's he been all this time? Like, we know oh, he's yeah. still around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pickerel, the
2: Fanatic. So where's he been all this time? I mean we talked about that at the uh at the lore panel with uh, Bife and Broman actually as well. Um so yeah there there's there's some players that are still out there and everything.
0: Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of loose ends and a lot of storylines that are still yet to be told and it's definitely exciting. And I, I think for me one of the things that I was excited about with the state of the game, which we're going to talk about next. But um, mm. I was excited about Bungie's focus and commitment to the story and the narrative in the next few seasons to really flush out the final shape and, and the introduction of where we're going to go next. So I'm very excited to see where the, the storyline goes, who are we going to be fighting, who is the witness really and how will this character really affect everything that we'll be doing in the upcoming seasons and beyond?
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, that I agree. Yeah, I think that it's. I think one of the. Actually, shout out to Byte by the way. I I actually watched one of yeah. his videos recently, and he he brought up an interesting point. That I think is worth bringing up here it's the fact that we are not allies with a cabal title specifically. And look what's happened to their home world, they've been driven off of it. So, who's to say that we won't jump on a capital, uh, cabal capital ship and go retake to our battle from Zivu? Yeah, I mean, that I think that's already screams- over there
2: when he's yeah. not doing a- yeah.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. I think there's there's a good chance that we could see we could see that as an expansion,
3: yeah, there's a good
1: chance that could happen. I don't know if Bungie would ever go that route, but
3: it's not out of the question. it's definitely not
0: yeah. so, so cactus slightly different topic. But I'm I'm curious, what do you enjoy playing the most in Destiny? Are you more of a PvP player? Are you a PvE player? Or do you like to play some Gambit? With a little bit of both.
1: So I started out playing Gambit when I first started playing the game. Um, That was just a way for me and my friend to, you know, get Gambit Mementos, which uh, I will not lie, those do not drop enough. At least in my opinion, they don't. Um, How do you get them but, to drop? Anyways, it's luck and RNG at the end of the day. Gotten guess, one uh, so far. I've gotten maybe five at this point. Ah. I have more nightfall mementos than I do game of mementos. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, I'm the mostly bait. a PVE. I'm mostly a PVE guy. Like I like nightfalls, Rainmasters, raids, dungeons. That's more my side of things um but yeah i love that stuff and then i'll play pvp uh occasionally that's only when like iron banner is around and my clanmates want to run it and i'm like all right sure i'll run a few games of that so they
2: should have an iron banner memento like um because they have a trials memento and to get a trials one you have to go flawless basically you have to open up the flawless chest and everything which is probably one of the hardest things to do in this game alone um, yeah, I'm sitting at six wins right now on one of my cards, and I'm just reluctant to play that last game. I'm trying to find the right opportunity and the right time to do it, so <laughs> to where I can guarantee myself victory.
0: So yeah. I hear, I hear that the best time to play is either like Sunday really late at night or Monday morning.
2: Sunday really late at night into Monday. Yeah, I yeah. Think I'm, might have to play
0: that time. I might have to try to. Play too. I mean, we tried playing this weekend, and maybe it was just a Friday, you know, when when trials launched. Maybe all the tryhards were were on. I don't know, but I can tell you that every single match that I played was with somebody who had an adept trials weapon. So clearly, I know they went flawless, and me. Little Corn has never gone flawless in D2. So it's like you guys are putting me up against some like really stiff competition for my first match. So I'm really hoping that the matchmaking can balance things out just a little bit, you know, so I don't have to struggle as much.
2: Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, I solo cute on Friday night and that's how I got to six wins. And that's where I'm sitting at six wins right now. I'm one win away.
1: Basically. Oh, man. I, I wish you I wish you all the luck to get seven because that's, yeah, oof. thanks. <laughs> that's a tough crowd. That's a tough crowd in that, uh, in that mode. I've only I've dabbled a bit in, in trials, but mm. I only did it because I wanted to get a God's World Reads Regret. And that's about as far as it went for me. Yeah, which I mean, I have a decent role at the moment. So, yeah,
2: that is what it is. Yeah, I'm trying to get an Adept uh, Mortal and an Adept uh, Messenger. Like, uh, mostly. That's that's what I, I, I want. Adept weapons of those.
0: I'm also yeah. hearing they have a really sweet emblem that you can get and potentially a ghost shell. I yeah. got
2: the ghost shell. Um, oh, I have, okay. have the ghost shell. Yeah. How, how'd you get it? Um, it, was a, it was a random drop. It was a random drop.
1: Oh. I thought that was a flawless reward
2: okay it can be but it can also be a random drop too as well Mm.
0: oh Mm. okay well i know what i'm playing tonight Mm. (laughs) i know what i'm doing (laughs) the Um, podcast um, i'm gonna make a fool of myself and we're gonna stream some some trials maybe maybe we'll see if i'm Um, brave enough
2: yeah your best bet is a solo queue believe it or not um if you're if you're gonna play on pc for sure um, but if you play on the systems, like solo and for me, you know, I was able to get to six wins. Like once the matchmaking like calmed itself down, and I got on a good run on Friday night.
0: So, what's the difference between playing on PC and playing on Xbox, for mouse example? And
2: <laughs> mouse and keyboard. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, I don't uh,
0: play mouse and keyboard. I'm 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 still a controller guy. You know. That's
2: the Thing people with M and K like they yeah. just they're they're on they're. They're from another world, (laughs) I feel like. And Mm. unfortunately, the cheating. Um, Cheating is a lot easier on PC.
0: Do you think we can kill a god? (laughs) I don't think we have a choice. choice. Mm. Mm. Good times. Mm. So, Cactus, um, I'm curious. Are you going to be picking up Destiny 2, the final shape, when that is announced officially on the 22nd of August? I, so
1: after the uh, state of the game article, which I'm sure we're going to go over at some point uh, in our our next few minutes. um, I know a lot of players are rightfully upset with the way things have gone in terms of PVP and a couple other areas of the game, rightfully so. Uh, But I'm determined to see this through to the end. Um, so yes, I will pay my hundred dollars and get the the expansion and the annual pass, and let it be done for. So yeah, I'll pay my hundred dollars. That is fine with me. Awesome.
3: And so you're it.
0: committed for that complete collect complete edition with the annual pass and the base game. Yeah.
1: I just, I, I'm one of those people that is just like, look, just pay it once and just be done with it. That way you don't have to keep paying each year and every season. Um, Unless, of course, Eververse comes out with something cool, which,
2: okay. And the price of the seasons went up too. So,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's very, very true. Um, now,
0: I'm curious with the season going up in price, do you both think that we're going to get a price bump for the final shape and the annual pass? Is it potentially going up in price? I don't was- think so.
1: Uh, My fall was a hundred. It was a hundred. It was a hundred bucks. That uh, was no, with no. no I, I think they keep it at exactly where it is right now. I don't see them yes. bumping up in price. I don't. If they do, they better load a lot of stuff into the showcase. Which I know there's the the rumor going around. We're getting a new subclass, which I do think it will
0: happen. Uh, but we shall see. I think Bungie confirmed it actually in one of the articles that they released that there is going to be a new subclass coming.
2: There would have to be, right? I mean, that's the yeah. fi- Like, uh, that's the light and dark. That's the final end. That's the end of the lightness, light and darkness saga. So that's the end of the first chapter, basically. Yeah, of Destiny.
0: Hmm. It's really mm-hmm. hard to fathom that this is like the first chapter and it took 10 years to get here.
2: Yeah, they did say that it, it was a 10 year plan, like for the first, like in the beginning. Like there's, there's something that they, we'd be playing for 10 years, and boy, they were right. Didn't know. So
0: now, so now, like, we know that there was a 10 year plan in the first decade of Destiny. Do you both think that we're getting another 10 years of Destiny? going into the final shape and beyond?
2: Oh, geez.
3: <laughs> I, uh, I don't know.
0: I would be
1: optimistic in saying five years, but ten? Another ten? I, wow. I've, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, that's a tough qu- question to answer. That is.
3: Yeah, it is. It is tough.
4: My oh, money is you know, like five
3: years. My money is five years, but you know, we'll see what happens.
2: I mean, I feel like we're going to support Destiny too for a long, still a long time. You know, um, I would say past, you know, even past five years. Yeah, just because they have such a you know pretty, pretty substantial player base, like yeah. still and everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now this this might be a little bit of a stretch but you know uh, I'm curious what you both think are we ever going to get a destiny 3
3: I still think we are
1: I That's... say it's it's still on the table I say it's still on the table as
2: a possibility I just don't think we're going to get it for 3 or 4 years at least I would agree with that at least 3 or 4 years
3: I would agree with that for sure. Three is optimistic, four is more realistic. yeah
0: yeah yeah, I think my my only hesitation to say we will is that Bungie is focusing so much of their effort into being a multi i p studio right <laughs> yeah. so their resources are going to really have to be carefully considered if they do take on such a massive undertaking. And if they do, it's going to take time, you know, creating video games. I mean, if you really want something that's massive and ambitious as a whole new game, it's going to take years to develop. It's not just going to take one year or two years, even we're, we're talking three, four, five years. I mean, look at the Bethesda games that come out, I mean, they take, what, 10 years to to build with Skyrim and Fallout and the Elder Scrolls?
2: Yeah. Yeah, the last yeah. Elder Scrolls game we got that wasn't, like, a multiplayer game was, uh, what, Skyrim? like yeah. Back in yeah. 2011. So, I mean, and,
0: yeah. And, hey, on the topic of Bethesda, I know that we got something else coming really soon. On the same day of the raid, of all times, we're getting a new game called Starfield. I'm curious, are you both excited for Starfield that is coming out in just a few short weeks?
2: I'm interested. It's it sounds
3: I,
1: have, I haven't been paying any attention, unfortunately,
2: but I've heard a lot of good things about the game, so I might give it a shot. I might. Probably not anytime soon for me, but um, at some point, might do a shot.
0: Well, hey, I have some good news. The game is coming to Game Pass, so you don't have to spend any money to play. You can check it out, and you might like it. A Game Pass for
1: Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, Xbox. It would be Xbox. Oh, I'm on PlayStation, so that's that's a no-go for me, unfortunately. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think they have I think they have exclusivity for Starfield for at least a year before it goes to PlayStation. Yeah, so that will be
1: on the wait list for me. Besides, I'm already waiting for Spider-Man to come out in October, and that's... Oof. That is going to be something to see. That's going to be something to see for sure.
0: Yeah. I just really hope that it's above 30 frames. That's my only hope.
1: For Spider Man, I yeah. I can see it definitely happening. I mean, uh, the, the last trailer definitely showed a lot. Did they
2: say Starfield was going to be at thirty frames? Who's like there was a game that I think you would talk to me about corn, and it said it was going to be at thirty frames, basically.
0: And I don't I remember, remember Starfield. Now, now I'm curious to to know if Starfield. If anyone knows in chat, let us know if you are. In the know, it was
2: a high profile game, and I yeah. was like, huh, 30 frames, huh? <laughs> In 2023, <laughs> 30 frames,
0: <laughs> they still do that. And hey, Nintendo does 30 frames, and that's kind of a regular thing for them. Um, that
2: is a way but that's under-
1: Nintendo, that's Nintendo, they've been doing it that way for years. And yeah.
0: do we ever think they're going to change? Remains maybe next seen. year maybe next year maybe. We, we, there are rumors about a new Nintendo Switch finally coming out next year mm, fingers yeah. crossed and then
1: everybody's going to be asking for them to do another smash bros game which oh god <laughs> oh man that was that was funny when they put out the switch in the first place that was everyone was like please put out smash and oh man that was a roller coaster ride waiting for that game to come out
2: remember that still. Yeah. Oh, Jay from the chat said Starfield is capped at 30 frames per second on consoles. So interesting. I guess on consoles it's going to be at 30 frames, but maybe on PC it'll be higher. It'll be uncapped.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting game to to play. I'm I'm very curious about Starfield. Cautiously optimistic because, you know, I know other games have come out before it, <clears throat> Anthem. And there was a lot of promise, but, you know, they didn't quite deliver on that. So, you know, um, I'm cautious about it, but it looks like a really fun game. I enjoy space games, obviously. I'm a Destiny fan, so I'm I'm all for it. You know, any more gaming that we can do is always a positive for me. My only thing is, man, it's going to be tough to pick between what do we play? Do we play Starfield? on the first? Or do we play the new reprised raid? I'm, I'm curious, what are you both gonna be playing on the first? Is it going to be the raid? Or is it going to be potentially Starfield?
2: It's gonna be the raid for me. Raid for me.
1: Raid. Spoken like true destiny fans. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm committed. I, I got off that weekend. So um, yeah, I, I gotta do the raid. I have never gotten a
0: day one clear emblem, so I am determined to get one this time around. So. Love that. Love that. And Carrie Mello said raid then Starfield. So I think I think she's got a good good plan going there. So I I'm in agreement. I think I'm going to play the raid, but I am gonna take some time to play Starfield. Maybe that evening I'll slip in some time to play. Uh, and hey, it's it's launching, you know, on the on the weekend. So if you don't have work the next day, you can stay up late and enjoy your time playing video games. I know I'm always excited when new content is out in video games that we love to play. So excited for that. Mm. And Guardians, mm. let's also talk about the elephant in the room that, really stirred up a ton of controversy in the entire Destiny 2 community. And I think you both know what I'm talking about. And that is the big state of the game that came out just a few short weeks ago. And my goodness, so much stuff there. Um, So many missed opportunities, so many things to really be excited for, but also some things that, you know, we we kind of want more of. Now, um, I'm curious, did you both get a chance to read the Destiny 2 state of the game that came out a few short weeks ago?
1: I only had to read Twitter and I got everything I needed to hear. So, yeah, I got to read it. The more important parts that uh, I knew were going to be covered heavily on social media.
3: So, yeah, I guess read it. I definitely did. Yeah, I, I saw I, I read it
2: too. Um, you know, I, I I see definitely some of the uh the um dislike of some of the things like it talked about, but I still have hope for the future, as Paul McCartney put it. So eloquently. Um I'm on the same
1: boat. I'm on the same boat as that. I know uh, uh, them saying that, okay, we understand you want more of something, which is understandable. So I get it. Um, You know, new PvP maps, new Gambit maps, new, you know, matchmaking, all the stuff, which makes sense. But the way they worded that article sounded very corporate At least that's how I took it. But then also, I don't make the game. I can't really, you know, I can't, I don't have much room to speak. So I think at the end of the day, I think this was them getting all the trash out of the way. So that way the showcase can, they hit you with boom, 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 you know, the new expansion, the new raid, which they probably won't talk about, but you never know. They may. Um, Uh, the new season obviously and new changes coming up so you know what i think this was them just getting the trash out of the way and then them hitting us with all the good stuff come the showcase i think that's that's other strategy of a
2: lot of companies sometimes get the bad news out first give us the bad news and then yeah hit us hit us with the banger at the showcase
0: i really hope so I really hope so, Mm. because, I mean, with the state of the game, there were some good things there, but overall, some of the comments they made were just, to me, I would consider that borderline a PR nightmare. Like, I don't know how they were able to say some of the things that they said in that state of the game, saying that, hey, your feedback is so important to us, and it shapes our plans, but then at the same time, they pretty much say, well, you're not playing Gambit, so we're not gonna really put any effort into it. To me, that is just not really the approach that I would have went with. Uh it's the
2: response that you know for Gambit and Crucible and things like that. Like, you know, it's just yeah. doing the bare minimum, basically yeah. for mm-hmm. those activities. And then also the
1: seasonal ritual armor. I mean Look, I know people are going to point the finger at Eververse, which is understandable. Yes, they've been they've been putting out these amazing Eververse sets that yeah, sure, they're they're incredible. There's no denying it. Um, you know, I point the finger at mostly the the Fortnite cloud they did, the stuff they did with um, Assassin's Creed, the most recent one they did with PlayStation, which you know, it makes sense. Sony um But yeah, they've been pouring a lot of stuff in Eververse, you know, the last couple of seasons. And man, I think most of their attention is going there. But and also, and also, they said it in the in the in the blog. Like realistically speaking, who does wear the ritual armor stuff from Vanguard, from Crucible, from Gambit? You know, it's it's yeah.
3: it's understandable.
0: I get it. I get the point of view. So, um. yeah, and and let's break it down in terms of everything that Bungie talked about during the state of the game. And the first thing they really dived into is the ritual updates and the changes that are coming with season twenty two and twenty three. We learned that they will be increasing the drop rates of the weapons that will be available through ritual pursuits. That's one of the big things that they stated in this update they also noted that you no longer have to play gambit or crucible or vanguard strikes individually now you can pretty much play whatever you want
2: i do like that actually
1: i also agree it's Mm -hmm. nice that we can just get our rewards doing one ritual activity versus another i'm totally down
0: for that yeah I would say for me, it was kind of a cautiously optimistic change because I think in in one sense, it creates for an opportunity for Bungie to remove Gambit, for example, because you no longer have to play Gambit. And for me, on a personal note, I really wish that Bungie would put a little bit more focus on giving us ritual weapons that are specific and unique to that activity because Gambit has a ton of lore, a ton of storyline that you can incorporate into the drops that you get in the game. Same thing with strikes and PVP also with trials and all the different uh narratives that they created around the Crucible. So I think there's a lot of opportunities there for them to make the experience more rich with each of the activities that you're playing. Um, whereas now I feel like ritual weapons will potentially feel even more, even less, I should say, special because they're going to be just more generic to these are the ritual weapons, and that's what you get.
2: You guys remember pinnacle weapons? Remember when we had those?
3: Hmm. Never heard yeah. of
2: them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard of them. Through oh, the that's music. right. Cactus, uh you probably weren't playing when we had pinnacle weapons. I
1: know of them because of several YouTube videos that I watched. Uh shout out to Evan, shout out to Evan F 1997 Uh yeah, your
2: videos gave a lot of education. Thank you. So yeah, I I know about them. And uh Luna's Howl and Um Recluse, Revoker.
3: Not forgotten. Ever.
2: yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's like that's when Bungie was like, Yeah, that's when I feel like things started to go downhill when they took the pinnacle weapons away and everything. Like people were playing like those activities for those pinnacle weapons. Like they, you know, there was you know, yeah, a lot of gripes and things like that. And you could take them into P V activities and dominate with them, like Recaloose and uh Mountaintop. <laughs> Like, that was that was like the meta for uh, Crown of Sorrow, right, I believe. Yeah, I remember. Was that was
0: that was like the best time for me in the game. Like, I had so much fun. And for me, there was purpose and reason for me to play through all these different things. There was a reason for me to grind out Vanguard. There was a reason for me to play Crucible. To get these really good weapons that everyone is chasing right. for.
2: Is so that in all the active you had him in Crucible. You had him in this, uh, Vanguard. And you had him for uh,
3: Gambit
1: and everything. Yeah, no, I had a I had a I had a a friend of mine who had a mountaintop in his vault and it had three kills on it. I'm like, mountaintop with three kills, really? <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, you know what? I, I put it in the vault and I'm probably never gonna use it. And I'm like, oh let's just delete it then. What's the point of keeping it in the vault? So yeah. Yeah, man. mount Top. Yeah.
2: Oh, what a monster that was for for a period. Yeah, we had like the Delirium, I think, machine gun for Gambit. Um and uh what was the you know, you you had some of those weapons coming back now, like uh I guess the loaded question or no composure, I think was one of them for Vanguard. You know, and they're starting to make their way back, like I feel like. Um, but Crucible, they don't they don't get too many bones thrown their way.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and to to just end the ritual topic, that Bungie did note that we are loading up the ritual vendor with fresh weapons in season twenty-two, including the unending tempest stasis machine gun in the crucible, Luna, Regolith. Three solar sniper rifle. Hope I pronounced that right in strikes. Uh Q safe and V void machine gun in Gambit. Uh Kata Ract GL3 Strand Grenade Launcher in Trials and more. So there are going to be quite a few weapons that are gonna be introduced, including igneous hammer, solar hand cannon coming to trials next season i'm pretty excited about that mm. that's going to mm. be fun and the warden's law is coming as a yeah. nightfall reward
2: yeah because it's getting a whole new perk set and i think it's like going to be like in its own archetype if i'm not mistaken or whatever i think they said
0: yeah that's yeah. going to be pretty pretty exciting. Yeah, and it's letter. coming next season. So, you know, we don't have to wait that much longer to experience that in the game.
2: I still have a Warden's Law in my vault that's just sitting there because um, I didn't want to get rid of it and everything. Um, so, it'll be cool to get a new one, hopefully, a better one.
1: Hey, well, with Hand Cannons getting a buff next season, that's also going to be something to keep an eye out for if those of you have heard yeah
3: oh they're finally buffing
1: hand cannons cannons. that's good yeah
3: yeah Mm -hmm. they are they're they're getting a i
1: want i hold on i i swear they wrote it down in this in the article i'm gonna look it up right now just that way i'm not making a fool of myself here but i'm pretty sure they did say something about hand cannons getting a pretty substantial buff uh uh, where is it? Uh,
3: and
2: they're, where mother going mother mother. Next they're 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 buffing, uh, that that weapon type next
3: season. Yeah, yeah, it's coming with uh
0: season twenty two.
1: Mm-hmm. Not to mention. Oh yeah, they said uh, hand cannons will see an increased reload speed and PB damage buffs against minor major enemies. Not okay. to mention touch. Not to mention touch of Malice is also getting some tweaks that we think players will enjoy.
2: Oh nice, Quoting I would monkey. like to. I would like to use that. Like it just kind of sits there. I, you know it seems like a very like novelty kind of weapon. To, like, yeah,
1: it's like you get it and you're like, great! I can go get the catalyst run for it, which is slightly annoying still uh even though slam dunk town is still a thing um but yeah no i think touch we'll see what happens with that that's gonna be interesting um actually king's Fall was the feature rate this past week so well it still is as of now until tuesday morning but yeah that'll be interesting to see what that weapon uh will create next season who knows Maybe it's an omen to saying, hey, Crota's coming. You might need to get Touch of Malice out of your vault. Who knows? They did actually
0: say in the state of the game that Touch of Malice will be getting a buff. So TBD, we're going to learn much more about that in a future article from Bungie, and we will definitely keep you all posted on that. Uh, But I do want to talk about the Crucible. We did get some Mm. news about Guardian versus Guardian. Some good news, some not so good news. They did state the following. The most frequent feedback we see is that there is just not enough new PvP content, specifically new maps. To set expectations, our studio structure is built to support more overarching updates to PvP like the ones above, rather than focusing exclusively on maps. When we focus on resources on building new crucible maps, it comes with a trade-off of multiple teams' bandwidth on working on work that contributes to a variety of experiences that players also hold dear, such as new story or exotic mission content, core activities that make up the foundation of each season, new destinations, and more. Now, I'm curious... On that statement, what do you both think about this? Do you how how do you both feel about Bungie's structure at the moment and how they are delivering on the variety of content that we are getting in the game?
1: Chad, I'm gonna let you start on this one. I have my own thoughts on this, but when,
0: it, when it comes ahead. to PvP,
2: I feel like most of moves on a marathon, like right now and everything. Um, they're getting dedicated servers. <laughs> like the first thing that was announced when the marathon was announced, like it's getting dedicated servers. And here, Destiny 2 sits like, you know, seven or six years later, no dedicated servers or anything like that. Barely any new maps. Well, we're getting one map next season, one new map. Um, yeah. 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 I feel like. There has not been a huge focus on PvP for mm. quite some time, and I still just feel like there's not enough. And it's cool they're getting two new game modes. What was it? The stale check. What is it called? Stale. I can't remember the uh,
1: checkmate name. and
2: relic, uh, relic. And checkmate. Relic and checkmate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean that's interesting. Like uh, definitely the one focused on gunplay. I, I, I'm interested in that because I really want to see how that's going to play. Not to be so focused on abilities, but to actual gun skill. So I'm interested in that. But yeah, I feel like a lot of the team, like that was doing PvP in Destiny 2, has moved on to Marathon.
1: I completely agree with that. I'm on the same boat. Um, as far as the the whole trade off. You know, them saying, well, look, if, if you want this, then we won't be able to deliver on these other aspects of the game that people genuinely enjoy. You know, exotic missions, core activities, stuff like that. I know some people say, well, they, have a, they got all this money from Sony. I think it's, it's important to point out that that money didn't go directly into the studio's pockets. It actually didn't. It went into the pockets of the shareholders of Bungie, who apparently are, are employees. It's an employee-owned company. Uh it's not exactly a big corporate thing. It's it's apparently not. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but it sounds like it is. So I think you know, them saying, Look, if you want this, you have to give up some of this i i get it i also know that they've been trying to hire more people on the pvp side of things you can go on to bungie's you know career page and see that they are trying to hire more people for pvp but i don't think anyone's been applying for those jobs so it's that's kind of where it's at um but you know i mean i see say this look if they're bringing new modes and they're still trying to get matchmaking better. They're trying to limit cheating. I mean, they're not leaving it alone. So they they definitely haven't left it completely alone. I think that's important to point out. So PVP in Destiny is not gone,
2: and it's not feel forgotten. I like the proper attention that it should. Like how the yeah. game? You know, PVE has gotten so many things. And everything, and then it should, you know, yeah, but yeah. it just feel like crucible just like is in a state of flux, especially with its matchmaking,
3: oh, yeah, for sure, for sure
0: yeah i I definitely have some thoughts on this. Um, first off, I think this response from Bungie it does sound very tone deaf. I certainly appreciate their honesty, but to provide a response by saying that, hey, we know you really want this. We know you've wanted this for a really long time now, but we're still not going to give it to you because our resources are limited. I just don't understand how a company with 1,600-plus employees under their umbrella, having Sony as a studio, regardless of where... Billions of dollars went, whether it went to the shareholders or otherwise. As a company who is out there to provide a product to their consumers, I think Bungie really needs to work on listening and and acting on what the players want. So to me, it would make a ton of sense for them to hire out more people to focus on their Mm -hmm. PvP crucible maps instead of saying, well, we need to make trade-offs because we can't deliver on this, 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 and this, right? Because ultimately, players who enjoy the game, they want to enjoy the complete game and not just parts of the game each season. And then hopefully, by the time the year is over, we got a complete game. Like, we want more, right? And that includes PvE, that includes PvP, that includes Gambit. Because there are a lot of people who really enjoy Gambit, who get their dredge and title religiously every season. So to mm. tell those people that, hey, we're not getting enough engagement there, so we're just going to not really focus on it, to me, that's not really the answer that is going to build a sustainable game for everybody and, and make players want to be a part of the experience. So I, I definitely think there's a ton of opportunities there. Um and other studios have done it
2: unless like they're um you know what what their objective is is try to get people to go over to marathon <laughs> like you know the pvp players that play destiny and everything like that um obviously we're not going to see it for like another year and a half or whatever but um yeah but they're going to like gear up for it eventually and uh you know it's like i'm not saying that they're letting pvp just die but you know it's like i don't know i just feel like they could be doing a lot more with um the, uh, 9 years that this franchise has been around um mm. that's 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 what i feel though especially with the you know more more people who work there and everything you would think like more would be put into it but it's like where are the resources being allocated like you know
3: Marathon.
1: <laughs> marathon. Yeah. <laughs> so the running joke. Yeah. All the money's going towards Marathon.
0: Yeah. And and you know, like I, I think Marathon looks promising, don't get me wrong, but that's putting a lot of your eggs in that one basket and neglecting the core player base that has sustained your company all these years, right? At the end of the day, the game that brings money in is destiny. So first and foremost, you have to make sure that your core player base is satisfied because it builds trust or distrust between a developer, a studio, and their fans if you cannot deliver on the experience and the promise of the game. And I don't know what you guys think, but I feel like ever since Crucible was announced to become free-to-play for all players back, man... Years ago, I have to take a look and, and check what the date was, but years ago, they made this big post that Crucible is going to be free to play. And what happened after that?
2: It no was when maps. it's when Stadia Nothing. first came out, it was in 2019, right before yeah. Shadow came out. Yeah. yeah. And
0: no new Crucible maps since then for the longest time and well, to you me got,
2: you got the one like it was that one on the throne world um yeah. disjunction or whatever but uh yeah
1: yeah they threw in cathedral dust i think that was last showcase that was on yeah, the, the dreadnought. A little bit. yeah 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 that was that was another map they added but they only added that in, I think, because King's Fall was the the reprise raid, and they were like, "Ah, eh, sure, we'll throw that in there as a reprised PVP map."
2: I think they threw oh, it in like go. on a festival of Lost or something like. You know, no, so, no, they? they threw it
1: in. They threw it in right with the showcase. They, they I remember, oh, it was yeah. in the post show. Joe and a few other um, Bungie execs uh, developers were there, and I remember. Who's doing the show? Who's doing the post post show? Forgot the guy's name. He's um he's a streamer, um D Flawless. and oh, he asked cool. and he asked like, hey, what's coming to Strikes Gambit at Crucible and whatnot? And I remember Joe saying like, hey, what we got Cathedral Dust coming back to Destiny today? You know, oh, okay. and it was just after they had announced King's Fall as the reprised raid, so I. Uh, They never confirmed that, like, hey, we're bringing it back because, you know, King's Fall is returning, but, you know, it kind of made sense. Sure. We're obviously going back to the Dreadnought for the reprise raid. So...
3: yeah,
0: And we are getting um, a new Crucible map coming with Season 22 called Multiplex. That looks like a really cool map. It has asymmetrical design with a vex type environment and a theme of purple lightfall aesthetics so that will be coming uh with season 22 Mm. and that will be introduced with the new modes that we're going to be playing with checkmate that is more targeted to the more hardcore player that will be focused on Primary weapon gunplay, play, you won't be getting your special ammo at the start of the match, and your supers will be regenerating much slower during that mode. So, if you are a hardcore PvP player, do check that out. We also are getting another mode called Relic that's kind of more like Mayhem Clash, where it gets a little chaotic. You're going to be using your Relic weapons to, uh, fight your opponents and that should be another fun mode. And it looks like with that mode your supers will be charging a bit faster. So that will be more of a fast paced activity in the game. And I I'm curious, I know Shadow Price, you're a PvP player, so how do you feel about checkmate and relic and multiplex that is coming with season twenty two?
2: I'm uh I'm I'm happy that it's coming. That we get two new modes and uh, the new map because we can we can always use more map new maps new maps uh, that's what I'm saying
0: plural. Bungie, can you hear us?
2: (laughs) Um, But uh, I am interested in both the modes, even the relic one. It sounds interesting. It sounds kind of fun. It's going to be very chaotic, probably with all the relics running around. I. i wonder it would be cool i i didn't know if they said but it'd be cool if they put the rise of iron one in there like the um the axe like that would be cool if they could add the axe to it too that would be pretty
0: so the the following relics will be available the aegis from vault of glass the synaptic spear from season of the risen the scythe from season of the haunted so those are the the, three
2: i do like that scythe that scythe is pretty cool so, yeah, that'll be, be kind of fun. But, yeah, I'm really interested in the checkmate mode because I feel like Destiny needed a really good gun, play, gun mode for a while, like something that w- w- didn't focus so much on abilities but more on the gun play itself. So, a gun, I, I really wanted a gun game-like type of mode. Like, I don't know if you, get, you play, play gun game in Call of Duty where they randomly give you a weapon and you get a kill with it and then you get another weapon uh that would be kind of that yeah for destiny but i i'm interested in checking this one out and and the new map uh yeah i'm definitely happy about the new map so i'd be interested to learn where all the places are to you know all the choke points are and things like that
0: so yeah Mm. and cactus what do you think about these crucible changes that are coming with season 22
1: I'm curious to see how Checkmate will play out. That I'm very curious about. I have a lot of friends that play PvP. Um, I only get my toes into that into those waters when it's like Iron Banner time. So who knows? Those might be involved. Um, we'll see. Uh, as far as Relic is concerned, I, it sounds to me like a party mode for PvP. I don't know if you guys would agree with that, but it definitely sounds yeah, like a party. It
2: goes. definitely, it definitely um, does.
1: Yeah. I I definitely am a fan of the scythe making a return because I I'm mad I didn't did not get to play Haunted to the fullest extent. Me I
2: neither. I only wanted that I, skull map. I never could I never got it because I didn't play I, like, all that
1: season. I only I only was able to do the story like missions from that season. And it was only because I got the Witch Queen Deluxe on sale. And of course, that allows you to go back to the past seasons. You can go get those weapons. I did the story missions. And I got a Kalos Mini Tool crafted. And that was it. I never bothered to go and do the other like stuff. From that I mean I do love the Leviathan. I think it's a great place to go and romp around and get a bunch of kills for your weapons to level them up a bunch, but yeah I'm I'm excited to get the scythe back in my hands. You know that, that thing was cool. Yeah
2: you know, it that, was cool. Yeah. You know, so yeah
0: yeah I, I think for me these are overall welcoming changes into destiny like I think this is moving in the right direction. We are getting A new crucible map that is nice, that it's not a reprised map, it is new, so that looks really cool. I like the checkmate mode that's coming into the game. I think that actually, to me, sounds like it could potentially have an opportunity for that to be introduced into trials at a later date, depending on how it works out in uh, Crucible Labs. And the relic mode looks really fun. I think that's going to be a welcoming addition into the game, it's going to really give the PvP players a little bit more to play through as we get into Season 22. And we're getting a bit more here for the Crucible fans out there. We are getting changes that are coming in Season 23 with a new Iron Banner mode that will be coming in addition to a Hake Aggressive Frame Strand Pulse Rifle that will be available as your reward for competitive division so definitely make sure to check that out. And uh, I'm I'm excited overall about these changes. I do wish we got a bit more, but, you know, we can only get so much. Um, we are also, of course, getting a reprised map called The Citadel from 2018. And that will be getting introduced in Season 23. So they're giving us a little bit, you know. It, I definitely wish it was more, but... I definitely think it's a start, and hopefully Bungie can move into that direction of giving us more content for the PvP players out there. Guardians, next up, we got Vanguard updates. So a couple of things there, not a whole lot, but we are getting some welcoming changes with metals now being introduced into your Vanguard playlist. Curious, how are you? How do y'all feel about metals coming into the Vanguard playlist with season twenty-two?
1: Um, I, you know what? I enjoyed them during Guardian Games this 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 year. It was it was actually fun. I I never understood the whole you had to emote to get more points to reach the the goal score i never understood it until like i went ran through one of my playmates but i'm i'm a fan of this this is fine um i like it um i thought it was a cool way to you know spice things up a little bit during guardian games but hey i'm all for this this is great let's go so i'm happy with this
3: for sure
2: yeah i think um like I said, I think before what I said on this, like we had him in destiny one, like I believe we had a uh, strike scoring and it was medals. You get the medals and the strikes and things like that. I mean, obviously we have scoring in the strikes now, but I think like there was, there was also, you would get the medals and everything too, um, for doing, uh, a number of various things. So I, I li- I like it. I think it's good to uh, reward people's accomplishments, like just to have those uh, things that you can earn. Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, I think for me, anything that introduces a new way for you to celebrate your achievements in the game and to get a way for you to get rewarded, for what you accomplish in the activity. I think these are all welcoming changes. Um, I know that medals were introduced with Guardian games, and it was pretty well received. So I think that it's going to serve the Vanguard playlist in a positive way, especially for the Guardians who are really hardcore going after the Grandmaster Nightfalls that will be coming in future seasons. Now, Bungie Mm. did also note that we are going to be getting uh, new battlegrounds that are going to be repurposed into the Vanguard Nightfall playlist. And I'm curious what you both think about this, because in the past, Bungie would give us completely new strikes in the game. And now, seasons seem to be giving us more of reprised stuff. So uh, I'm curious what what, what, do you, what do you both think about Bungie using the battleground activities and repurposing them and turning them into Nightfalls? Yams.
3: Oh,
1: this is this is tough to see because there are a lot of good strikes in this in this game. I think it's still use for grandmasters, and I understand that. Okay. I can look at in my head like three battlegrounds that okay, they do deserve to be Grandmasters because they are absolutely worthy of them. Mars specifically, um, which I know has had a number of nerfs now since it was introduced. Um, that's fair enough. I understand that completely. Um, that is definitely a tough nightfall to to get through. Um Obviously, with this season of the moon, getting uh, a Grandmaster, that is a bl-
4: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: The tough challenge to get through. Um, So, you know, anyone who gets through that, you know, hats off to you. Um, my question is, which ones? Because there are only a few of them that I can think about of the time I had that are worthy enough to even go to Nightfalls and be, in the Nightfall playlist and be grandmasters as well. So, you know, I mean, I don't have an issue with it as long as they're really that challenging and they are, you know
3: people are actually up and running um so i
1: you know i'm obviously a PVE player but i kind of wish they would just go back to you know traditional old-fashioned strikes that they would put in with expansions and have those be grandmasters so well, yeah that's all i have to say about this at this point for now
3: definitely hmm. what do you think shadow
2: I I guess um, I'm kind of like on two sides of the coin here on this one. Um, I'm wondering if some of the, what they're doing with the way they're repurposing some of those Battlegrounds is if it fits into the theme of the season. Um, and uh, mm. like, we still don't know what
3: we're doing yet next season. So. Oh, um, yeah. um so yeah. i'm wondering like
2: what we're gonna be doing and i don't you know so i don't know if like next season w- would um you know have us how to do a new strike like because i mean they usually come in with like what expand expansions strikes right new strikes sometimes they come yeah. in with a new season but i don't you know we didn't get one did we get a new one With season of the deep? I don't think so, right? We We got uh, the
1: battlegrounds, the moon, science battleground, the moon. Right, right, right. But outside of that,
2: no, we didn't get anything new this season. Yeah, Yeah. so um I'm fine with it. I what is there? Like there's a cosmodrome battleground, right? There's like a Nessus battleground. Isn't there one on Europa? I think too, or something. Yeah,
1: Yeah. there Um, is, yeah.
2: Yeah, they could do that one. They could. Yeah. Um, the table. So I mean, could be interesting. It'd be cool if they did like a Neptune battleground or something like that, maybe. Um. But mm-hmm. sounds like they're just looking to reprise like some of them to bring them. Like, what? What are they just bringing them as Nightfalls? They said, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mars. The Mars one was. Great! I feel like that was a great addition. I feel like a lot of people were saying that during Seraph. They were like, "Man, imagine this is a Nightfall." And truth be told, that was I heard that a lot. Like that was something that I was hearing weekly. You know, once that got introduced, and I said, like, "Well, I could see it being a Nightfall. I could definitely see it on um, the one on the moon, the one that we got this season." I Man, like I almost feel like that one is so tough. It's like you have to be on your A game, no mistakes it's allowed. The you know? boss,
2: it's tough when oh, you get to. Like, yeah, for sure. I can handle like with a team of you know two other people, like all the until you get once you get to that boss. Oh my god, it's just the the damage that you you, you can sustain so quickly, even if you have a bunch of resist mods on is, like, insane.
0: Yeah, That's when shit gets real.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. I-, I feel not like to for mention, me uh, Not to mention Savathin showing up midway through the fight. Oh, dear. Don't get me started yeah. on that. That's a rough one to get through.
0: I-, I feel like, for me, Battlegrounds brought some of the most challenging Nightfall experiences that I've had in the game. Between the Moon Battleground, bar- Mars Battleground, Those both were pretty challenging to complete, especially the Mars Battleground. That was just intense. Now, I do want to note, Bungie did confirm in the State of the Game address that they will be adding additional Battlegrounds into the Nightfall and Grandmaster Nightfall rotations, both in Seasons 22 and 23. So, uh, TBD on that so we will be getting new stuff for both seasons which is great to have more content to play through in the PvE playlist and they did also mm. kind of hint at new strikes coming with the final shape obviously the final shape will be the next major expansion in the game so that's to be expected hopefully we will learn more on August 27th 22nd excuse me in nine days. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Next up, Guardians, we're going to talk about some Gambit, the big uh. elephant in the room. Uh, so <laughs> there we <go>. here's, here's <laughs> what Bungie said. As many of you have noticed, we have been quiet on Gambit since last year's overhaul that launched alongside the Witch Queen. In that revamp, the team made significant changes across five categories in Gambit core activity fundamentals, primeval tuning, invasions, ammo economy, and rewards. Unfortunately, these updates didn't move the needle for player engagement. Although we know our Gambit fans mostly care about new or returning activities, this is an area of the game with lower engagement that would take resources away from more popular parts of the game to shore up. And that is where the bad news came in. Because it looks like we're only getting one reprised map Cathedral of
2: Stars. Yeah, the uh, Demon City one.
0: Yep. Um, And they're going to be adding two enemy types. Shadow Legion and Lucent Hive. That is it. What do you Uh,
3: think?
1: Laughable at best.
2: That's kind of
1: where I'm at. Yeah.
2: The Gambit community has been like neglected for so long. <laughs> like Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. feels
2: feels like, yeah, it's they're doing it again the bare minimum. <laughs> like um, and basically they're they're acknowledging it, but that's about all they're doing. <laughs>
1: Like I feel spoiled. bad for I feel bad for poor Drifter, man. What have you done to this man? Come on. He deserves better than this.
0: That's how yeah. I feel yeah. i think I think Gambit has a ton of potential ton of opportunities. I think part of the problem with Gambit is that it's just not rewarding enough. Um, I'll be honest, I think ritual weapons kind of ruined part of the experience because as a destiny fan you play activities in order to get your rewards right and i I think gilding a title is not enough for you to sustain any one activity there needs to be actual in-game rewards that are good enough for you to want to chase these pursuits if you do not make it rewarding enough then your engagement will suffer, and I think that Bungie acted too quickly on giving up on something based on engagement instead of really looking at why are players not engaging with these activities. Like, what is the overlining issue? I think for me, it was a lack of things to chase that were worth chasing after. Now, I, you know, I think if we got a really awesome weapon from Gambit that was worth chasing after, that was essential in whatever end game content you're going to be playing, more people would play it.
3: Hundred percent, I agree with that.
0: You know, and more, more maps, more, more modes, more variety. I mean, I think they have so much in terms of content that's there already. So. If they even use some of their efforts to repurpose some of the content that's already there and make it available in Gambit, try new things, try you know Gambit Labs where they experiment with different things. I think it would improve the overall experience, and I think that it would give players more to do in-game.
2: They should take a poll. They should do a poll for people who play Gambit. And everything like what you know like they, they they do that for other areas of the game and everything so mm. what do players want to see in Gambit like because it's, it sounds like people can come up with you know people who play Gambit can come up with better ideas than Bungie's like implementing right now yeah, I could
0: agree with that I'm I'm just hoping that they don't completely give up on Gambit and they figure out a way to make it worth playing because it has potential. I think that there are still a lot of players who enjoy Gambit and their lack of commitment is a slap in the face to the people who do enjoy Gambit as an activity. And again, your player base is so important because ultimately that's how Bungie makes money. That's how they sustain their other IPs and everything they're doing. So I think it's important for them to really not look the other way and really look at, you know, what is the overlying problem? How do we fix it? How do we make this better? Because like, I see so much potential in Gambit. Like think of what we had with other games, like The Division with the Dark Zone, right? I I think that there are so many opportunities there for them to really you flush out the full potential of Gambit that I still think is there's, there's so much room for them to grow it. So hopefully the final shape will not be the end of Gambit as we know it.
3: Yeah. Do you guys like Gambit?
1: I play it every so often. Kind of where I'm at with it.
2: Yeah, I play it when I need to get stuff done for like triumphs or, you know, in my chase seasonal challenges,
3: <laughs> and things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I- I've played it. Um, I don't generally play it so much now, partially because there's nothing really there to chase for me in, in-, in that activity. So... If there's nothing to play for, I generally don't really play. Whatever the activity is, it does not matter. I think that any looter shooter is about the loot, right? And to me, they didn't really have any real reasons for me to grind out Gambit. So it's very sparing for me.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: But I agree. And Guardian's more bad news, Uh, armor set rewards. Uh, This one was a bit tough, too, and uh, Bungie stated the following. A long time ago, we shared a plan to address concerns on reward balance. Players have pointed out that we didn't release a new armor set for the ritual playlist, Vanguard Crucible Gambit, with Lightfall as previously called out in our yearly release schedule. Delivering ritual weapon sets at this rate we have in the past has become increasingly challenging, especially considering these sets have historically had very low adoption rate by players as both base armor and cosmetic ornaments. At this time, we are amending our delivery plans for how often we refresh these sets and will no longer be creating a new set for every expansion.
3: Thoughts on that?
2: Okay, what set are we we talking about here? Like, what are they? What are they actually referring to? What what armor sets?
1: They are talking about Vanguard, Gambit, and Crucible. Like the sets you get by playing those modes.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever wear those. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Same, same. And I feel like they haven't differentiated them enough to make them look, like, cool or anything like that. Like, make them look as good as the other armor does. Yeah, I mean, let's... Yeah, I'll I'll ask you guys, like, what's your go-to
1: armor set, like, for any of your classes? Like, what do you guys wear on a consistent basis for your armor set? Like, I can tell you right now, for my Warlock, it is the... Grass of Ar- the Grass of Avarice um, Thorn Armament Set, which is probably one of the best dungeon armor armor sets in recent history, with the exception of the Ghost of the Deep armor set that came out back in May, which is also really cool. But yeah, like, what do you guys using, wear?
2: I've been using the uh, dungeon um, armor set this far. the The Ghost of the Deep, I think, on my hunter. For mm. Pv, usually stuff for PvP, I'll throw on my uh, year one trials from uh, Destiny One. Um, they have <laughs> the, the the Exile gear, basically, and I use that on my Hunter. And I have all the sets on my Warlock and Titan too. So mm. I kind mm. of old school. I like to use those because I thought they
3: look still look aesthetically really good.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think for me, um I haven't really been wearing too much of the old armor, but the reason why is because they really didn't make it appealing enough. I think if they made it very cool and appealing, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've been wearing the artifice armor from Ghost of the Deep. I think that armor looks really, really cool and it does have better stats. So there's a reason to wear that, right? And to use that in the game. Um, But on the topic of them removing these uh, armor sets from the annual releases, to me very confusing, I'll be honest, because for them to make nine armor pieces every year, it doesn't seem like it would be that difficult for them to do in terms of their resources. And considering how much new and cool stuff we're getting in Eververse, It's Again, it's kind of a slap in the face to all the players because these are core activities that people should want to play, but yet we're getting less and less of a reason to play these activities. And for them to state that the resources are limited to create these armor sets, I just don't understand. I don't get it because Eververse seems to be getting a lot of new stuff, really cool stuff that's worth paying money for for many players. So I don't understand why the core experience can't have the same level of care. Um, I really hope that Bungie changes their perspective on this, and I really hope with the final shape that we do get new armor sets for each activity. Bungie did also talk about game security and how they are continuing to explore ways to limit the cheating and um, how they detect people who are engaging in practices that create for an unfair uh, gaming experience, especially on the PvP side when, you know, if you're playing trials, you get to six wins, you're on the seventh, and then you have a team that's cheating. That doesn't create for a fun experience. So they are working on improving it. They also had a recent lawsuit against uh, some companies that were engaging in selling some kind of cheats in the game that allowed for you to exploit certain aspects of the game to get a unfair competitive advantage so it's nice that they're working on it you know um but my one thing is if they're spending so much money on legal teams is that taking away from the game itself cuz i know lawyers are not cheap right so if they're focusing on lawsuits is that affecting the actual game itself or the budget that they allocate there? And if that is being impacted, I would much rather them focus, you know, on hiring more developers than lawyers. You know, for me, a lawsuit doesn't really it doesn't improve my experience in the game. It it just, you know, it, it's great they're working on addressing these problems, but again if the resources are not available for other areas of the game that we care about, then are they really focusing
3: on the things that matter the most? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's a touchy subject. It really is. It is. Because I don't
2: feel like they've done enough uh, when it comes to anti-cheat for, I, I don't know, my, my opinion. There's still tons of cheaters out there using aim bots, using their, everything under the sun and to gain an unfair advantage. And I mean, it's nice to know when I do report somebody and I get that message, like when I log in and sometimes that says uh, your actions have uh, gotten this player to this, to receive a ban basically. So I don't know if you, do you have you guys gotten that before? I've gotten that a few times basically. I haven't. Yeah. I'll get like this, this like splash screen thing saying that, um, my, you know, my reporting of someone, uh, a lot uh, made it basically banned this person, you know, that they, they, it was found that they were doing, uh, they were up to no good basically.
3: And that, that's kind of, you know, rewarding a little bit knowing that I was right to report that person. (laughs) But I just feel
2: like there's, I don't know, like, I just feel like there's still a long road ahead for them to get to where they need to get to, to, you know, for it to be like at a place, you know, you're, you're never not going to have cheaters. It's just, you're, It's not realistic, unfortunately, with a game of this size, with people that has access to all these different resources and things like that. You know, um, these. uh, Yeah, it's just you know you're never gonna stop everybody, but hopefully we'll get to a place where it will get better one day, Um, because it really does uh, paint
0: tarnish the experience sometimes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I'm curious, do you both think that dedicated servers will help alleviate some of these problems?
2: I don't know. I'm not a developer. Um, it depends on how the engine, you know, can, uh, withstand those dedicated servers. Cause you know, the, the tire engine It's been, um, you know, uh, they, they did, they did uh, do some, uh, rework on it and, you know, um, Updating, but I I I can't honestly say for sure.
0: Yeah, and the tiger engine is pretty old, right? It's it's been around for Halo for a decade.
1: Yep, yeah, it's been for around a for
0: a while. Yeah, been around. Yeah, hopefully they're able to improve these things, but you know, it, it's one of one of these things where time will tell. We won't really know based on promises and it's just going to take for them to implement some of these things and to see how they affect the game when it goes live but we are getting new updates coming to security in the game uh both season 22 and 23 so TBD on that and we also have stability updates that are coming to the game which are I think quite necessary, especially this past year in Destiny. I think uh, it's been a rough patch for Bungie. Uh, no fun intended. What do you both think about stability with Destiny? Have you guys had a lot of problems this year with crashes and
3: the stability? Uh, experience of it maybe couple, once or twice a week. Maybe. No. Yeah, I
2: mean, like, I guess not right at the beginning of Lightfall, but like, it seemed like it was halfway into that first season of Lightfall. Things just started getting really bad when it comes to, you know, the stability of the game and all the error codes and errors that, that how many times did they have to take the game down? And then during this season alone, like, uh, holy crap.
3: Almost every week. Yeah. And it's probably not and it's not an ideal situation. I will just say that. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Um, I think in the middle of uh The first season during Lightfall, things started to really get bad, and I don't think that things improved as the seasons continued. We've had extended downtime for, man, so many times now. Uh, And I remember getting removed from the game world countless times when we were playing raids or we are playing just normal activities in the game, whether Your it's PvP, PvE. Or
2: PC, actually. Yeah. You know, you'd be able to, like, play Last Wish right at, like, um, what's the yeah. thing?
0: I mean, I, I, think, I think the PC issues that I've been having are not necessarily server-side. I, I don't think it necessarily has to do with the game stability, but I will say that Something happened during Lightfall that is affecting how my PC runs, whether it's just more demanding in terms of resources, power, capacity, memory bandwidth, whatever. I'm not a developer, so I don't know exactly. Um, Although I will say things did start to improve. I bought a new power supply, installed it, only to realize it was dead on arrival. (laughs) uninstalled it, installed the old power supply, and then things just started to work again. So maybe it was on my end with the issues that I was having with that. Um, But I will say in terms of overall server stability, I've had quite a few issues just the side of my game crashes due to my computer having problems. So hopefully they're able to fix it. Bungie did note that in Update 7.2.0, that will be kicking off with Season 22, they're going to focus their effort on detecting and fixing current stability issues. And then in Season uh, 23, with Update 7.3.0, Bungie will be uh, implementing protection mechanisms against stability problems that occur in the game. So hopefully in the future, these things will be ironed out, and they will find ways to mitigate some of the problems that we've been having in the game. But again, as with the previous security updates, time will tell. Uh, a few more, a few more things to talk about: seasonal structure. Uh, this one is kind of exciting on a personal note for me. Uh, Bunchy stated the following: as we mentioned back in February. We've been working behind the scenes to shake up the seasonal paradigm this year to subvert players' expectations and make each season feel unique. We know our players are looking for more variety in repeatable seasonal activities, and more than anything, we want to consistently surprise everyone with what's to come next in each season. Um, they will talk a little bit more about this in the article below, um, but we are going to be stretching the freedom uh, narratively and in-game throughout Seasons 22 and 23. So that to me, this is kind of exciting uh, that we are getting some more substantial changes in the game. Uh, and each season, I'm kind of excited about that. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Bungie is able to deliver on with season 22 and 23 with these changes. What do you guys think?
3: I,
1: uh, I'm i excited. You know, this season was... if If this season was like their trial test run to see how people would react to the seasonal structure like this season actually went fairly good for what it's worth um in terms of storytelling now the elephant in the room with this season was that witness cutscene that we got towards the tail end with that origin cutscene of his that 110% should have been in the Life All campaign, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. So That's that, but outside of that, I'm excited to see what they have in store for next season in 23, so we'll see what happens, but I'm definitely excited for that. Excited to see what they have in store for
3: us. So yeah. Definitely.
2: I agree with that i agree with that um the fact that they're uh taking some liberties with the story to like flesh out things more and stuff that uh, makes makes me excited because like there are so many things that are gonna we're, we're gonna come to a huge conclusion with uh final shape and you know we're gonna get there in like a little over six months from now but we got yeah. two seasons to uh, get to that point, so there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of things happening. I think, like in, in 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 Destiny, so that that excites me. I would say,
3: mm. yeah, I would agree. absolutely.
0: I, I think for me, I'm excited to see what Bungie is able to deliver on because you know anything new and and different is welcoming in the game. I think that with 21 seasons behind our belt there's a lot that was interesting and fun but also a lot of repetitive stuff that we kind of expected from season to season so i'm really excited to see where they are able to really shake things up from a narrative perspective and from a gameplay perspective to give us new experiences and new ways to enjoy the game imagine what we had with um Remember when the tower had this like large event that took place where the pyramid ships the were being blown up?
2: Yeah, like the Almighty. You know, like,
0: yeah, the, the Almighty. I
2: like, love the Almighty. Yeah, like, I Remember, want more yeah. of that. Yeah, <laughs> the the hour and a half uh, <laughs> um, show,
0: <laughs> but yeah. that brought the entire community together in such a cool way. Like everybody was in the tower.
2: Yeah, remember like the Almighty was there and then the streaks were getting closer to it, closer. It was just it was such a time lapse though, was such a slow building like event. Kind of remind me of like a like an old Atari game, like Missile Command or something like back in the day.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I would love to see more of these types of experiences that bring people together. Uh the other one that really comes to mind for me is Naobi Labs. I know that. You know, it was not the best from an executional standpoint. I know that, like, a lot of players were just not able to complete things because Bungie didn't quite give us enough information to complete the activity. But it was so much fun to see the entire community come together to solve this big puzzle. And I really hope that Bungie is able to deliver on. Something similar in future seasons as we
3: and like corridors of time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of Mm -hmm. lots of
0: cool things to get inspiration from, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see where things go as we get closer and closer to
2: you know, there's got to be something like that in final shape, right? I mean, if they for sure the precedence of having things like that before, like Naomi Labs, corridors of time um you know like community driven things like that you had to solve together and everything so um
3: i imagine there's got to be something there right absolutely yeah. so i mean we have that
1: i mean we have that exotic mission rotator returning next season yeah, yeah, know, yeah prestige
2: I mean, all that yeah. stuff you know that's oh, gonna I'm be exciting to to that point. Point. I, mean, I want i there's a lot of weapons i need to get from those things same here for Same here. they're
0: gonna weapon. be craftable too so that's yeah. that's yeah. a fun welcoming change yeah for sure
2: dead man's tail i need to I finally, finally get my michaelos uh my last two patterns that i need oh man i need to get a what is it bump of the night
1: and the void trace rifle from haunted i forgot the name of it i need to get that as well
3: oh i, I know the- uh, i'm mostly yeah. going to
1: be doing presage, Aldenow. But- Aldenow. Yeah. yeah 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 that's it yeah. yeah yeah i definitely need to uh farm that out because man that's yeah need That's em. one of
2: my favorite you know, uh, trace rifles all now
1: i definitely which like I which tried. one do you like better that one or Acacia's dejection from ron
2: I don't know. I have that one, too. I, I can craft acacias and Dejection, so I'm still working on that one. Um, I crafted it not too long ago, and I'm trying to get it to where I can get the enhanced perks unlocked for it. Um, but so far, I, I think I held it out, like I would say. Please do
1: Reconstruction and Enhanced Incandescent on your acacias. It is absolutely worth it.
2: Enhanced Reconstruction and Enhanced Incandescent? Yes, please do it. It is absolutely wow. worth it. It's 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 busted,
1: and I say it's better than retrace path, which I know is a lot to say, but it absolutely is. Yeah, hands down, hands down. Okay,
2: definitely yeah. do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll
2: For have sure. to check that out.
0: So, yeah, exciting things to come with season twenty two and twenty three. Definitely, a lot of fun stuff on the horizon. And Bungie also did note several quality of life changes. I'm going to list them out in the interest of time. We're getting uh, cosmetic favoriting where you can now pin up to 100 of your favorite shaders, ornaments, and emotes in the game that will be starting with season 22. For stasis aspects and fragments, they're now being made available in the vendor so any character who has completed the Beyond Light campaign will be able to acquire all available stasis, aspects, and fragments from Elsie Bray on Europa, starting in Season 22. Uh, Transmats Mm. will now be unlocks, so uh, I think that's a really welcoming change because anything that helps to clear out your inventory limitations is always a good thing, in my opinion. Uh, Witch Ender Pursuit is now going to be available as a individual quest, so no more charged or uncharged discs sitting in your inventory. Again, welcoming change there. Here's a big one: resource tabs uh, will be added to the collections now. Um, this is going to be a pretty big change with how all of your um tokens and synthesis and all of your items are going to be um collected and available in one place with the resources tab section so definitely excited for that um iron banner challenges are getting split between pinnacle and non-pinnacle uh pursuits with season 23 this will give you the opportunity to not have to necessarily play on a specific character if you are not looking for the Pinnacle Pursuit. So definitely small but welcoming change there, and your ritual rank-ups will now be uh, rewarded immediately upon completion of the game, whereas in the past it was available when you loaded back into Orbit. So small change there. Any any thoughts on these quality of life changes? Anything that really sticks out to the both of you?
1: Hmm. The, the favorite of shaders, you know, cosmetic stuff like that. I'm happy they're finally doing that. I think they mentioned that back in, a, in, a, in an article they did a couple months ago. I'm very happy about that. As far as the stasis aspects and fragments, I mean, they should have done this a much sooner than now that like beyond light was what November of
3: 2020 yeah.
1: so we're coming up to 3 years i say they could have done this last november and it would have been much better timed so that's my only comment about that as far as trans mats and the wishender pursuits um well trans mats first um that's great i think that's quality of life stuff um uh, wishender man uh that I think will be huge because I know that's many steps in that quest line and it's slightly annoying um I've actually yet to get wishender but um um you know I just haven't had the the ambition to go into uh shattered throne and uh
2: it's such a good that. weapon too for grandmasters. It's, I know. It's so know. good Grandmasters. I
1: trust me, I'm meaning to go in there and do it, but I just haven't had the energy or the motivation to go and do it yet. That's my That's my complaint at this point in time. So
2: my yeah, yeah. you don't have to so they're gonna update the quest for you to be able to like get it easier.
1: Yeah. I'll just wait till wait till well. End of this month to get it, I guess, which
3: is why I'm with me. Yeah. Mm. hmm no.
0: Yeah, I think for me these are all welcoming changes. You know, I mean I think that nothing here stands out as a negative. I think these are all positive things in the game. Um, I know that players want more significant updates to the game, vault space and you know a lot more stuff to play in the game but I do think that for a mid-season update these are some pretty good welcoming changes one thing I will say do you guys remember when they had the showcase last year and Bungie promised a LFG system in the game
2: oh Yeah. yeah
0: They
1: mentioned it? they mentioned that at the very end of this article i remember that and it's coming season 23 yeah yeah um i i, I th- you know at this point that's i had a feeling there would there could possibly be a delay in that system so i'm not mad about it i'm not My we're not
2: gonna- and- right season 23
1: yeah, that's when we're getting it. So I'm I'm not mad about the delay. You know, the website and the app are good enough at the moment. So I think there's not much to cry over about that at this point in time. Yeah. So
0: you know. yeah, a couple couple things on that. I do wish that Bungie. Set more appropriate expectations with that because I do remember last year when they talked about it. That was a pretty big selling point for Lightfall that there's going to be this mm. revamped system. It's going to make it easier for players to engage together and play together and make Destiny a more social experience. So when you overpromise and you set such big expectations, I think that they should have at the very least gave us more information about it in this mid-season update where I think that largely there was nothing really there. No pictures of what that's going to look like, no details on what we can expect. And I, I would just want more if they're going to really promise on that, especially during the showcase when that's kind of the time that's going to sell players on the game and the experience. So you know for it to come so late in the in the journey i i think it's a, a little unfortunate
3: but you know better
0: late than never as they say right yep so overall good things Bungie did also talk about upcoming sandbox changes and updates that are coming uh lots of updates there the big one that's st- st- Stood out to me, they are reducing the variance between the optimal engagement ranges of mid-range weapons, auto-rifles, pulse-rifles, and hand cannons. They're also reducing the average engagement range in Crucible by pulling in the maximum damage fallout distance of many weapons. And lastly, Touch of Malice will be getting a buff, so... um, Exciting to potentially find more use out of Touch of Malice, since I got it. Um, I do wish that they didn't adapt a practice of making the raid weapons feel kind of not as powerful and great during the season when the raid comes out. Because ultimately, like, that's when players are going to be more excited to use that weapon. So, this update isn't coming until the next raid is out. So, I think that, you know, really not being afraid of making weapons feel special, especially if it's a raid exotic, just make it powerful, make it busted, make it really good, especially in PvE. So, that way there's a reason to play through the raid and chase after that exotic pursuit in a raid activity. Lastly, Guardians, uh, Bungie did talk about reinforcing goals for the year ahead. Um, they have several goals that they have. One is to expand the player's imagination. Uh, two is to bring challenge back to Destiny. Two, uh, third is to enrich the content in Destiny. And fourth is to connect Uh, Guardians together which falls in line with the LFG updates that are going to be coming in season 23 uh, before the final shape Um, Bungie did also talk about the upcoming uh, change that will be coming with the final shape uh, and it's going to be called Tentatively Pathfinder which is a new way for you to engage with uh, ritual pursuits it looks like they're going to be changing how you acquire ritual weapons and uh, not too much details here but it does look like a very interesting concept there's like this almost a pyramid uh, system with how you acquire all of these pursuits and in the end it looks like there is a pinnacle engram, or some type of engram that will probably give you that uh, ritual weapon. So excited to see what they do with all of that. And Guardians, any, any thoughts on any of the other changes and updates from this
3: state of the game? I like
2: mm. that, um, that uh, skill tree looking thing. did they say that that's coming after the final shape, or during? According
0: according to the article, it's going to be launching with the final shape. Oh, we're going to learn more on the twenty second.
2: Yeah, I like I like that because it reminds me of like Final Fantasy, the way the skill tree is like set up. Um, so I think that's really cool, and it's a new way for us to uh, get our rewards potentially.
0: Yeah. Bungie embracing their MMO, huh? Yeah. Love that. Mm. Mm. So, we do have a tradition on the show where we rate the updates in the form of spicy tuna rolls between one and five. I think this one might be a little salty.
3: <laughs> salty yeah.
0: tuna roll. Uh, what do you all think about this update with the state of the game? How would you rate this update in the form of spicy rolls from one to five?
3: I'm going to be... I'm going to have to go a three. It's not bad. It's not good. It's in the middle for me. That's understandable. That's- yeah. That's where I'm at. Middle of the road. I I get it. I'm
2: going to go with 3.5 because I I do think that there were some good things in here, you know, Mm. and there were some controversial things, of course, Um, but Mm. then I I liked how they closed it out and I like some of the things that I was at the end with the the way the, uh, you know, uh how our we'll get our rewards and things like that you know um so i do i'll give it a 3.5 i'm optimistic
3: i can i can agree with that also i
1: can i can for sure
0: all right so i think i'm gonna be a little harsh this this uh week with the scoring because i think i'm gonna give it a two out of five and here's why Okay. I think that as a company that develops a game for its players, I think that they need to put a little bit more care into giving players what they want from the game instead of making excuses for why they can't do something just by saying that either we have to make sacrifices or we don't have enough engagement. I think that as a company that makes video games it is their job to determine how do we increase player engagement instead of saying that oh we're just going to give up on this activity and put the very bare minimum effort into it.
2: That's interesting they did they did make a lot of excuses <laughs> no. um
0: throughout throughout you know um I I will say I think that there are things to be excited for with this update i think that the community feedback that that came out saying that oh it's a dead game or this and that it's like well it's not a dead game because there is stuff coming and there is stuff to do in the game people are still going to be playing destiny people are still going to be excited to play whatever new content is out but i will say that the positives were largely overshadowed by some of the cringy things that Bungie had stated in this update. In regards to Crucible maps, we've known for many years now that players want more Crucible maps, period. So it's not something that just came out this year or last year or even the year before that. So Bungie had multiple years now to course correct and to staff their teams adequately in order to bring the experiences that we want in the game and not just for one group of players but for everybody
2: more because, modes more maps more modes yeah. more maps I mean we're getting more modes we're getting two new modes but only one new map you know so yeah. it's, it's bittersweet a little bit
0: yeah um, I, I just I really think that they should have at the very least communicated better because this created a lot of friction between the community and Bungie. That was just not necessary. I think this update could have been received much more up, much more positively if Bungie put more effort into some of their activities and modes that player genuinely want, right? I think from a PvE perspective, there's a lot to be excited for. There's a lot of really cool things happening. I think the narrative is going to be exciting throughout the next few seasons. I think that the exotic uh, rotators that are being introduced, we didn't really talk too much about that, but I think those are very positive changes coming to the game, and it's nice that they're not coming two seasons from now, but like in two weeks, which which is great. But I will say that for Bungie to ignore the player's desire to have more crucible maps their lack of effort into Gambit completely and just giving up on it the fact that we're not getting new armor sets with every year these are kind of inexcusable for a company that has 1500 employees plus that has Sony to back them up you know if if the resources were limited they could have gotten other studios involved to help. They've done it in the past. They they had high moon studios before Vicarious they Sony. Visions. They have and, and, Sony. Now, and now they have Sony. They have all these companies to help them to really bring these things to life. So yeah. uh, I I think that this update was a largely a missed opportunity because all of the good things that they talked about were overshadowed by the bad things and their communication with you're not gonna pull naughty dog
2: off of what they're working on you're not gonna pull probably Sony Santa Monica off of what they're working on you're not gonna pull insomniac off of what they're because they're doing Spider-Man and everything. Um but they have lots of studios that they could like use. That's what Microsoft did at like different times I think or you know Xbox did when they needed to.
0: Yeah. Mm. But even like beyond that they've been hiring quite a lot. They've been doing a lot of hiring internally, and I know that they are a multi-IP studio now, so they have multiple games that they are developing, but if you aren't able to fully give attention to the core game that's driving revenue for your company and your business, then...
2: Yeah, Destiny's their know, cash cow. That's why all they-
0: why oh. are you focusing so much oh, effort terrible, on IP. Oh. you IP? Know,
2: not like Marathon is out right now, you know. It's like you don't neglect the player base that's been there from the beginning and everything. Yeah. You know, you just don't do that.
0: Yeah, and and here is the thing: if you are going to be working on Marathon, if you're if the core PvP team is working on Marathon, then you know what? Delay Marathon, create more Crucible in the game that actually is making you money and that has this lawyer loyal fan base. Because at the end of the day. If player trust is lost, if people stop supporting Destiny as a game and stop playing Destiny, the other IPs cannot be sustained. And throughout the years, one thing that I learned about Bungie as a company is that they've had trouble maintaining the entire Destiny experience for players from one season to the next or from one expansion to the next, where sacrifices had to be made. And between their focus on a complete Eververse store and their effort on new IPs, there are resources there that they can allocate that haven't been allocated properly. So because of that, I would say two out of five for me for this state of the game update. That's a good point. Good points. Good points all around. But despite that, despite the hard love, I will say that I am excited about the future. I think that, you know, Destiny is very far from being a dead game. I think that there are some things to be excited for, at least for, you know, one new Crucible map that's coming, the reprised uh, Battlegrounds that are going to be coming to the Vanguard playlist, the metals that are going to be introduced in the nightfalls, the exotic rotators that are coming. I think there's there's going to be stuff to do in in the game for players as we get closer and closer to the final shape. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's what I got to say about that. Oh yeah yeah
1: yeah no, I'll just say I know this article did create a lot of waves. Obviously, I saw it for days after. It released, and you know, I get it. Things have been pretty down bad in the community, realistically speaking, in the last, for the last like year or so. And I can understand people are frustrated. They have every right to be. If you pay for something, you deserve to get what you paid for. Absolutely. Um, but I think the fact that we're near the end of the tunnel in terms of this light and darkness saga and you know what the one thing that i was most happy about in this article it wasn't even the fact that they are coming out with all these new things the line they say where the final shape and its ray will can provide a climatic conclusion to the light and darkness saga before we look ahead for what's next i was like okay then We know we're at the end of the near we can see the light at the end of the tunnel here or whatever it may be that happens post final shape. That to me was like, okay. We know we can expect. An ending of some sort. So I was I'm okay with this article. I say let's just ride this out these next few months and once february presumably rolls around and we'll see what they have in store for us you know i think hey let's just see this through to the end and after final shape well we'll see where we go
2: yeah we've been through quite the roller coaster ride with destiny you know mm-hmm. destiny 1 definitely destiny 2 like mm-hmm. there's been some really low points in destiny 2 um mm. You know, it's like Curse of Osiris, you know, and that was, <laughs> that was a rough time. You know, that was, oh. that was a rough time. You know, there was a world in Destiny 2 where we didn't have random roles, where we, you know, we didn't have um, bounties. Remember that? We didn't have bounties at the beginning of Destiny 2. It was, it was the challenges <laughs> and everything. Yeah, I remember that. And now we have so many bounties; <laughs> you don't even know what to do. with it. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, so I mean, there's always like light at the end of the tunnel. I feel like, you know, we we've all we, we've gone through it. We've all gone through it together. We've gone through this roller coaster ride of almost nine years, um, but uh, it's um, it's led us to this point. So, yeah, might as well see
3: it through, right?
0: Yeah. No, I think that exciting times are ahead. I think we have a lot to be excited for with Destiny between Seasons 22 and 23 and The Final Shape and whatever comes next. I I think that Bungie is definitely working on some exciting things in the future. and. I truly think that this state of the game will be a learning experience for all of us. For Bungie, it's going to teach them to communicate better, hopefully, with the community and to not only take feedback, but listen on the feedback that we are giving them and to deliver on the experiences that players want, right? You know, for PvP players, for PvE players, for Gambit players, for Everybody who enjoys Destiny as a game, as an experience, I think this is going to be a learning experience. For players, I think that we have a lot to learn in terms of how to communicate with just people in general. Like, how do you communicate the things that you want, but do so in a manner that is productive and
2: I think that we game. saw some of that when we were at GCX. We we see that Bungie has put some people in the right positions to get to that point, I feel like to to have a nice mouthpiece basically between us players and the um the developers or the you know the people at Bungie and everything.
3: Yeah. Um
0: it's um yeah, I mean I think GCX was a great experience. I we didn't really talk about it tonight. But um I will say that a lot of positive things are happening in in the game and both from how Bungie communicates with the community overall, how they receive feedback and how they support creators. I think that Part of me wishes that these things would have happened sooner, but you can't really affect what happened before. You can only affect what's going to happen today and in the future. So, you know, it's, it's good that they are focusing on the things that matter, but time will tell on how these things develop and whether or not things work out in the way that they are planned. Um, I am personally
3: excited for the final shape. I think that from a narrative perspective
0: we're going to be seeing a lot of surprises from Bungie, a lot of really fun things that are coming in the game.
2: Remember remember when we had the uh Brandon on and everything and he said he's like seen the final shape but he, and he he's like he can't say anything but be excited. Like be really excited because he just thinks like
1: you know, he didn't say much past that, but. Yeah, man, I, I I will put it out there and say that the raid with Final Shape, I'm just going to put it out there. That's going to be the mega raid of this this franchise. I just think I could totally see every enemy faction taken high fallen, you name it. They're in that one raid alone. I really do believe that because, again, if this is the finale, which they are saying it is, I mean, this is setting up like an endgame moment where here we all are, arms in hand, and we're going up against the witness and whoever he has left. Uh,
2: Everyone is going to be This is going to uh, uh, be, be, yeah. Even though- even though it's yeah. not really paid like like in full form because he doesn't have his ghost, it's some, you know. Uh, no, nah, I. Yeah,
1: no, nah, no. Nah, this is this is their destiny to end game. This is yeah. let see that. This is this is end game.
2: Yeah, so. the witness is freaking. Um, you know uh, what's his face? Thanos. Like, Thanos, yeah, and where the Avengers Thanos are
1: king, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is our endgame.
3: So, yeah, good point. Mm.
0: Well, Guardians, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Destiny Show podcast. We have so much more to talk about as we get closer and closer to the final shape. Cactus, thank you mm. so much for joining us tonight, my friend.
1: Oh, no, thank you for the opportunity. It was a pleasure yeah. talking with both of you guys. Absolute
0: pleasure. It was a pleasure. For sure. Cactus, before we let you go, where can the guardians mm. learn more about you and what you do? Oh
1: God, um, I I do have a Twitter page. I don't use it that often, but I will link it in the in the uh, the um in the chat below. So, if you guys, want to? I'm gonna to welcome to.
3: Uh, it's actually it's just yeah. I'll I'll write it up in chat <clears throat> on Twitter. There we go. Yeah,
1: that's uh. That awesome. is my Twitter. So we well, will make sure to out.
0: include that in the show notes for the episode mm-hmm. so that our guardians can give you a follow and stay in touch. And, and thank you again so much for joining us.
1: No, thank you again. It was a pleasure sitting down talking with you
0: guys. Great. Absolutely. And Shadow Price, what about you? Where can we learn more about you and where can we find you?
2: Uh, on Twitter at ShadowPrice79. Thank
0: you. Awesome. And Guardians, Mm. you can find the Destiny Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon, we're on Apple and every major platform on the web. You can find us over on Twitter or X at the Destiny Show. You can find us on the web at destinyshow.com. You can join us right here in the Destiny 2 community by visiting destiny.show slash community. Where you can get in on all of the fun. We have an amazing clan here. So if you are looking for a clan to play Destiny with, make sure to check us out. We're always looking for new members to play Destiny with. We have seven clan rosters and growing, and we hope you join us, Guardians. We will be back at our normal time Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific with another amazing guest on the show. And, Guardians, we hope you join us for all the fun. We are so, so excited for Season 22. We're excited for the Destiny 2 Showcase that's coming in nine days and so much more. Guardians, thank you so much for joining us on the Destiny Show podcast. And we'll see you all next time. Good luck, good night, and we will see you. Star side.